Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, the founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We are emotioneering human performance, not engineering it. In season one, we talked about emotioneering the modern mindset and really about those people skills and the expression and the communication. In season two that we're in now, we're going to have topics center around everything to do with emotioneering business results. And that's going to cover creating great places to work, increasing profits, human capital, the people, getting record-breaking results, and world-class employee engagement. I'm going to be interviewing guests that I know are absolute experts in this area, and will be able to share their knowledge, share their learnings on the journey with you and myself. And I'm really looking forward to getting in to all things emotioneering with them. Remember to subscribe to YouTube, to the Facebook page, to Instagram, LinkedIn. And of course, you can go to the website, modernmindgroup.co.uk, and you'll get our monthly newsletter there. Enjoy the show. I am so excited about this interview today. So today on the Emotioneering Podcast, we have Ashley Shipman. Ashley Shipman is a serial entrepreneur in many different sectors, and he is the king of Clubhouse and building the Winners Club community. Ashley, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me, first of all, Melissa. You're, you're very, very welcome. So look, tell us about you and you know how your journey started. Kai, it, it, it all started, um, how far do you want me to go back? What, school or my first job? Where do you want me to start? Where, what, I tell you what, what is the pivotal point for you in, in what, you know, that, that point that started, the, the, the piece that started to create the Ashley Shipman that we see today? Start from there. Um, and that, that, that would be... Um, trying to get a job in the city that would be it to prove that if I put my mind to something and be consistent make that commitment then once my mind's to it then yeah that is that's what I'm going to do and that was yeah around 100 door knocking to try and get a job anywhere in the city in the financial sector and yeah I've got 100 no's I've got a yes and it was that moment of if you do just put your mind to it and if you do just really like commit, that's it. It's, it, it's done and invest. There's so many people that want to say they want to do things. Um, and I always got taught early on that don't say you want to do things, just do it. The, 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 the saying you want to do something other than when you're setting, doing personal development, goal setting and things like that, other than, and like saying to yourself in your own what you want to do, just do it, that it slows you down. Just saying, no, this is what I want to do. And you become that person that doesn't deliver to yourself. And what happens is you get in a cycle of not completing and giving up on anything you put your mind to. So really, when you want to do something, commit, do it, and just go ahead and do it and stop being the person that talks about it all day. That's what I would say. Yeah. Put that action in. Totally agree with that. So you are on here to talk about emotioneering a community. And for me, it's really important that I'm, I'm all about the humans. I'm all about the people. And that's why I want guests like you to be on here. And I know how challenging it is to build a community 
from communities that are built on Facebook, for example, and looking at maybe what is happening in other communities um, that are on there and maybe seeing the gaps where people aren't being served properly or they're not getting the actionable advice uh, that they could be given. So tell me a little bit about what Clubhouse is like, which is our social uh, audio app that is out there now that anybody can download. It's now open to anyone. When you do download it, I suggest you look for the Winners Club because I'm definitely there. And this is how myself and Ashley met. Uh, but tell us about Clubhouse before the Winners Club was created. OK, so on Clubhouse, it was very, very top heavy of well-known influencers, business icons. So I was glued. I was glued. I was listening in. And being a person that will put myself on the line, um, I was fa- early on in the app. It's like when I explain some of the stuff to people, people are like that. That's not true. No, I was in a beta version where things were changing on a day-to-day basis. And early on, I was in a room and I raised my hand, and you could see everyone else in the audience with their hands raised. That's the thing you could see. So if you was in the audience, you could see how many hands were raised. And um, yeah, not letting you get on stage, not letting you talk. Um, being very top heavy, I see an opportunity. That is, I mean, some of the rooms were 3,000 big. And I'm seeing a handful of people looking at their profile that they want to speak, they want to connect, they want to network. And there was no space for them, for for, for us sort of people that didn't have that very, very valuable people, like high value these people had to give but didn't have a, an audience, didn't have a presence. So the opportunity that I see early on was that there's 80 people that want to speak and not get any opportunity. Why don't I go and path the way for us to have our own space? And I did that. And another thing, just jumping off the cliff and building my wings on the way down, I invited my friends in. <laughs> I think I had four people in a room competing with thousand people rooms. And it was, and then Okay, it didn't work. And this is what I say to people. A lot of people give up too early. It didn't work. Something wasn't working. Didn't know how to do it. So I come off the app for a week. I come off for a week. I thought, how do I reposition? How do I get this going? And what I did was go back into the rooms where the hands were raised, reached out to everyone that had their hands raised to go and say, do you want to go and create a room? Because... They're obviously keen to speak, so I see the opportunity there. Then made loads of connections, and then we went and made our own room. And then from there, it just went, it just went bigger and bigger and bigger. And now behind all of it is just, I've worked a lot in heavily in like marketing, with some small businesses and bigger businesses, and it's always about getting people's voices heard. Um, and there's a more of an underlining factor as well to having a safe space to get your voice heard. Um, but in, the, in, like, in, in that moment, it's like I know entrepreneurship and I know corporate. I know what the world can be a very lonely place, very, very lonely place. In it all walks of life. People don't know how to open up, people don't know how to ask for help. So I am fortunate enough to have the confidence too, but I know there's, I know I wasn't always that way. So I made a space where that was it. You could come in, be vulnerable, ask for help, ask for support without being sold to. 
without buying this magic formula. It was for everyone to pour into each other. And I set up my mission, my visions, my everything around this and sort of made people either buy into that or go and do what serves you. There's no, there's no hard feelings. If our mission is done alone, there's no point us being together, is there? Like, you go and do you, and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be a number one fan and support you wherever you go. But this is what I want to achieve. And it was just to make a safe space for community to ask for help. So no one is ever feeling alone in any way, shape, or form in their work, business. And they can connect with like-minded people because what happens is when you set missions and visions, you will naturally attract the tribe. And this is what I say to people, oh, but... Uh, it's my, my, my tribe's small, my, my community's small. Like, like, it's not about the numbers. It's not about the numbers. It's about the impact. It's about the value. Um, and when people understand that, it's like, I don't want to have the biggest room. I want to have the biggest impact. And that will serve me a million times better than having the biggest room. I agree. And you intrigue me as a human being. And I know that we call you the king of clubhouse and it is, you know, it's it's what we say because you've built a community of people and yes, you've led it in a direction, but it's starting to now grow legs and arms and, and get, get bigger. But there are people talking back to you. And what I love about what you've created, Ash, and I mean, I came in way after all of this you know pre-craziness beta phasing I came in when Android was allowed in and that was kind of May and what I immediately realized was that you were creating this space where people could talk and could ask questions and answer questions for other people but I was intrigued by the fact that you're there every day but you don't make it about you and the fact that you don't make it about you makes it in a way about you because we all kind of take that in as part of the community so I mean how does that how does that make you feel well I I I thought about this and there needed to be a space like the community that's there there needed to be that space because if I had it early on I promise you now I will be a lot further in my career and I'll probably be a lot less grayer I would have a lot more I'll probably uh, feel a lot younger um, because I've had to learn the hard way and everything I've done. Um, and if I had a space like this, it, it would have probably saved me mentally, would have saved me like emotionally, everything, because it would have been a space where I can go and go and get help. And no one was creating it. No one was creating that space for... So I had to go and carve the way. In my head, I was like, if no one's going to do it, because it's not for me. It's, it's, as I say, it's a family. So like, okay, just because I sit at the top, it was, it was, I'd done it for the people that needed it. Yeah. And when you do things for a bigger purpose, it gives you more drive. Like, so when there's more to it, then there's a lot of factors to why I want people to have a safe space and be able to talk and things like that. And yeah, it's just, that is it. So I, I don't make it about me. Um, I make it about everyone else because it's the community. Yeah. And there's, there's loads of walls to the, loads of walls to the room, uh, which is probably not like any other room because I need to know how to protect the community. Like I'll be the front leader. If, 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 there's, if there's a bullet to be fired, it'll be at me. But that's fine. I, would, I like the communities there, like, I, I, I've got really thick skin. I've got the confidence to like battle through things that people don't need to see. Like, 
just to make sure there's a safe space there. On that point, so we should also mention that you have a couple of uh, other people alongside you that support this. And whilst you kicked it off, you kind of got them on the bus at the beginning. And we're like, right, you know, do you want to kind of get involved in this? So we've got James Burt, we've got a Paul Abercrombie, we've got Lucia and Shakir. And to me, again, it was I also love that camaraderie that you all have. Like, I felt like I was really joining a radio show or I was there, especially when you sort of all get in the studio on a Friday. It's got that feel about it. And and that is incredible. Tell me about, you know, the the four of you obviously sat down about how you were kind of, you know, or the three of you and, and Lucienne involved kind of how you were going to move that forward. What was important for you guys in in terms of of that community what were the kind of pillars that you and the the things that you set out what first things first was what was their intentions and what were their values i wanted to understand them as people um and i would say that the winners club wouldn't be nowhere near half of what it was without the team and I'll put, I'll put that out there and that is where like i want to say to people when i say you can't do everything you physically can't do everything. And there, there, there is there is us that all chip in, but it's just what were their value? Just to let you know, early on when you wasn't there, that group was 15 people deep. Wow. It was probably 20 people deep because you, everyone was working together. But what I sat down with, what were their values and their, their values aligned. So you can't be going to make something work with people with different intentions, different values. And I always say in the room that there's no hierarchy here. No, like you're all part. Like you're like, there's people that make sure the community is protected. There's people, if it doesn't mean they're higher, there's people that are there. Like what I'm saying is if everyone's welcome. If you, if you come into clubhouse and to winners club, raise your hand, come and come and join in. That's, that's what it is, and there's been some uh, good and good and funny moments all along the way, and it's been absolutely great. Absolutely, let's come on to that. What has been one of your favourite moments in the winners' club room? Guys, what is what I've determined as favourite? Um, yeah, I mean, and it may change, right? But what is it? Okay. What is one moment that stands okay. out to you? Okay, so I was early on. I was everywhere, and I was I. It did, how I first modded a room, someone was like, oh, like, so these people that have been modding rooms for a couple of weeks said, like, I'm going to step away now. I was like, okay, no worries. I said, they're going to, I'm going to close the room. And I sort of just unmuted and went, don't, I will mod. And I was like, I'll take the room. And they was like, whoever's just said that can be mod. And I was like, okay. And then from there, everyone was bringing me up to mod rooms. It was like, because I just jumped in in like a 3,000 person room. There was an opportunity and I took it. And um, I would say hosting rooms, I was hosting a room and Tyrese Gibson coming from, they're known for the Fast and Furious and things like that. And I'm modding a room and I'm getting messages in my Instagram like, this person's just joined. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, and I'll be totally honest, I was a bit nervous. Didn't know what I'm you, didn't know how to introduce. And then, okay, then the conversation started flowing and then, it was not that. I was just like, wow, the people here are phenomenal. Five minutes later, Paris Hilton turns up. And it's like, do I cut everyone short? Do I just give Paris Hilton the centre stage? And I was just like, I was just like, 
what is going on? And then at first, people were making fake accounts uh, of celebrities. So first thing I done was like, oh, welcome to the stage, Paris, and uh, started speaking. And I was like, okay, wow, this is, this app is phenomenal. Like, and then and then Ty Lopez, Les Brown. They was all coming into this room and I'm, I'm sitting there moderating the room. Like, and this is early on when I had, I didn't have no confidence. I didn't know what was right and what was wrong. Um, then, uh, yeah, Grant Cardone came in and we just, we just, I'm sitting there in the middle, just mediating this conversation. And yeah, that, that what I've got to say was what sort of said to me, Clubhouse is worth investing my time. If I've just connected with these sort of guys that are really hard to connect with in real life, um, then it's got to be something special. And it's like a lot of people, yeah, try and make a commitment. I was like, no, nah, I'm all in. I'm all in. Let's do it. And th that was the moment that was like a pivotal point at Clubhouse when I'm sitting there mediating with A-list celebrities and big business icons sitting in the middle trying to control the conversation. And it was like... Telling certain, but it was just like telling some of these high profile people that I've read their books, watched their videos to hold on and be quiet because someone else was talking. And it's like, and then from that, everyone was just like, wow, like you handled that so well. And I think that was just like a lot of people. What happened was when these guys, people joined the room, no one spoke, everyone muted. <laughs> and it was being moderated at the time. And uh, I just had to try and hold this conversation. And it's not that I was nervous. I just didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and I, just thought, I just thought, like, yeah, just, just, just really. Some people, I know what you mean. Like some people, you just get like a little bit of starstruck. It's it's just, it's not, it's that moment in life where you, you wouldn't usually have that happen. And it's like, oh, how do I behave now? Do I just continue as I am? Or do I, like, what what is, and also you wonder, what's going to come out of my mouth? <laughs> like, yeah. I have those moments if I meet someone and I feel a little bit bowled over that I'm like, oh, I, I don't know what's going to happen here, you know, what I'm going to say. But eventually you realise uh, we all have to have a pee in the morning, right? We all have, we're all human beings. And you just, you all you can do is be do your best, right? And it sounds like you did a great job. And I, I don't speak the best. I, I don't speak the, the Queen's English. And I'm just me and... I, I've always got like, like, just, just do it. Like if people don't like it, like, sorry, it's me. Like, and uh, yeah, just was me and everyone was just like, and then from there, I just connected with a few of them straight offline. saying, oh, thank you for letting me speak. And then I'm thinking, you're thanking me. I'm, I, I'm still in, I'm like starstruck. I'm sitting there like, wow. But it's just like it's just like there's been a few people that it's just yeah I'm, uh, I'm thinking back like the, the list goes on I think the list goes on and on and on. And it's those it's those moments though Ash isn't it that like yes those are great but actually the people that are in the club now that you've connected with that maybe nobody knew before and and it's uh, what I love about it is well I didn't know you before I came on to, to Clubhouse and of course I'm a fan you're on the show um I, you know there's there's other people like. Uh, Sabrina Stocker yes I'd seen her on The Apprentice but I hadn't necessarily connected with what she was all about her kind of genius or like Alex or even James or and you start to get to know people on a different level uh, you know imagine I'd reached out to you had never been in your room and said do you want to come on my radio show my podcast you'd probably be like 
yeah, I could do with some more PR, but who is this woman? <laughs> you know, it's it's it is one of those situations. But look, in in terms of if people want to get onto the app now and they want to go on there, of course they're going to come to the Winners Club. What would your kind of advice be to them in getting started? Go come join the Winners Club. Go download the Winners Club app and come join the rooms and just put your hand up and come up on stage muck up very fast and get comfortable because it's a safe space for everyone to come into mess up your words don't know what you're going to say you're all welcome because we was all there and i was there so what i'm saying is everyone who's come up on stage has been nervous like the only way you're going to get rid of it is just coming up connecting like people say oh you've got a really big stage like if it takes some people three four shows to just sit on stage to get comfortable that's what we're there for, to support them people. And that is it. So anyone who's coming to the clubhouse, go with intention, go for education, connections, running rooms, and building your network and go and get, go and ask good questions. Everyone loves someone who can ask a good question that gets thought-provoking answers. That is, that is, when someone can ask a good question, I sit there like, wow. Because if I'm sitting there thinking, oh, when I've always got something to say, if I'm sitting there like, oh, what, what, what's your answer to that? I know that the whole stage, the stage is like that. And I, that, that's, that's the best thing. That's how you're going to get attention. Yeah, love that. And there are quite a few people that come up with some brilliant questions on that stage. Definitely something to be there for. And I love the way your energy is coming across like this. And you're right. People should speak up and, and express themselves, which is kind of the basis for the Emotioneering podcast, right? So Emotioneering to me is really how we help people go from fear, go through change, move towards courage and that courage to speak. And then confidence becomes an outcome. So the quote that I always say is, Fear is a reaction, courage is a decision, and confidence is an absolute outcome. It doesn't come from you not getting up there and, and absolutely grabbing life by the reins, which you absolutely do, Ash. Yeah, I just, I just, I just, that we just said that that quote there is spot on. Just, just, just do it, and like, if if you lose, you become wise. You're gonna learn. Like, I, 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 I didn't go grey at 24 for no reason. It was. It was, it was, there's a reason because that they're called wisdom streaks and that, that's what they're called. That, that's how, that's how I name them, that they are wisdom streaks. And um, that is, well, to just go up there, learn, fail fast and <laughs> learn quicker. Okay, so I've got a question for you. You're going to open a brand new room, but you can hand pick the people that you're going to interview in there. Any people, they could be dead or alive. What three people would you pick? Peter Jones from Dragon's Den. I've watched every single Dragon's Den episode, so it's got to be Peter Jones. Alan Sugar. And Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes! I've got a story about Cristiano Ronaldo for you, but we won't put it on this podcast. We'll chat about that later. Um... It has been amazing to have you here. Great choices for who you would have in the room. Absolutely brilliant. Ashley, I wish you and the rest of the Winners Club just every success. You've got the app as well, the Winners Club. If, if anybody wants to go and download it, they can. They can download it now. You can find it on Google. You can find it on the App Store. Just go download it because 
when you become a member of that, you can listen to all of the episodes that have been recorded from the Winners Club over the last couple of weeks. So, and it's a brilliant community and just absolutely amazing resource, right? It is, and and it's in beta phase at the moment, and we are working on making that phenomenal. The plans that we have for the app is phenomenal. The education, the access, the the news feed, the the recordings, the mic drops. There's been a lot of work going in the background. So, yeah, just keep your eyes peeled. Download the app so you can get the updates when they first come. Yeah. But thank you very much, Melissa, for having me on. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for being here, Ashley. It's been a good one. It's been an absolute good one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, Has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know, because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. (laughs) Have a great day, and ciao for now. Thank you.